the God who makes things right. Hi and welcome back to the Accord Sessions, the place where we do everyday talk about our extraordinary God. Well, listen, Nomi Nome, yes. I think the tag says it all for us today. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, you know, I never take the tag for granted because that really is what these podcasts are all about. Yeah, definitely. They're talking about the fact that God does really extraordinary things if we let him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't know why we're surprised at that. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, that's a bit. <laughs> But that's really what we want to talk about today, because today we've got to start talking, I think, um, about how extraordinary God is. Yeah. Um, and about how unextraordinary we are at times. Yeah. But that's OK because he lives in us. Yes. But I want to talk about that. So today I want to talk about the fact that he is the God who makes things right. Yes. And I am in this place at the moment where I'm... I've, I'm not understanding certain things. Oh, sorry, guys. I've got a new phone and um, I can't get rid of the woman in it. <laughs> she keeps popping up and talking to me and I don't know how to get rid of her. So uh, let me just shut her up. Yes. Thank you. Goodbye. Yes, there we go. Okay. Um, yes. So it's just this whole idea, isn't it, that... We say we're in God. Mm -hmm. We yeah. have we are as God's people. Yes. Yeah. There's no mistaking that. Yeah. Uh, we are before Him. We are His people. Mm. He is our God. He is in our hearts. Yeah. Then why are we so miserable? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand that. Yeah. Now I do understand that we have a human house. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that we are have a level of humanness mm. that some things are processes. Yeah. I understand that because that's my experience too. Yeah. But there's got to be a point where who he is overrides what we are. Yeah. And I just don't understand how we as God's people can be such carriers mm. of of something that he's not yeah and i find that difficult yeah um because you know what it's like we've all been in that situation i'm sure when you come across the most dour difficult annoying <laughs> awful person yeah and then they start telling you about their church yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't kind of correlate, yeah, does it? It doesn't fit. kind of fit together. Yeah. And if you watch TV, if you watch movies, mm. if you talk to the, the average man in the street, their idea of the church mm. is hypocritical, yeah. you know, miserable, yeah. judgmental, um, you know, not full of life. Yeah. And that bothers me. Mm every day yeah it really does bother me certainly the media representation yeah but i kind of don't blame them because i do think that sometimes god's people are like that yeah and unfortunately sometimes god's people are like that forever yeah and it just doesn't correlate does it with who god is mm. and how we present him yeah. or present ourselves yeah and I just feel that's a misrepresentation. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that God always challenges. Oh, no, actually, let me take that back. I always challenge mm. that within myself. Yeah. 
Um, and not so that we become this sort of artificial, um, you know, happy all the time, mm. cartwheely Christian, because that's just as unreal as, as the other thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> you want, but that reality yeah. of joy and stability. So even though we go through difficult things mm. or we face the issues of life, our internal position still represents him well. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm struggling with this. Yeah. Um, and I know I've, I address it in myself a lot, actually. Mm. And Craig and I have been having this conversation over the last couple of weeks about that representation. Mm. Um, but also not representation in the sense that we want to show off who, who yeah. he is. Yeah. But it's just in who we are. Yeah. And that we want to be the light. Yeah. Definitely. And so today I want to go there. I yeah. want to talk about this. And I do think it comes down to personal responsibility yeah. and transformation. Yeah. So I think there's a lot to talk about in that. Yeah. I mean, I think this is such a massive thing, such a massive topic. But even just on what you're saying there, like my, on my phone, my screensaver on my phone is Nehemiah 8 verse 10. Yeah. Which says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Whoo, yes. And that, like I have it on my phone as my screensaver mm. as like my daily reminder. Yeah. So it's the first thing I see when I wake up because I'm I'm reaching for that phone. Yeah. And it's just that constant reminder that that misery is not my reality. No. Because he, the, his joy is my strength. So it's not even my joy. Right. It's his. Right. And it's, so I don't even have to come up with the joy. It's no. already available there for no. me. But I have to access it. Yeah. And then that then becomes my strength for the day. So, you know, what you're just saying then about like being, that, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> being that representation and, you know, being, living in that reality. It's not saying that we have to walk around, you know, sickly cheerful no that's every just day bad. of our lives but you've got to get that balance where you're representing him mm. and you're you're portraying him in the correct light yeah so you know if you read the, the stories in the bible i mean jesus had times when he was annoyed he had yeah. times when he was angry but he also had times when there was he was delighted and there was mm. joy and it's almost like you have to have that spectrum where you have all of those emotions mm. we're not just dour but no. we're not just cheerful it's but like it's, having the whole range but it's just this thing isn't it that some people i mean we've all got different personalities yeah and it's i don't think that there is one personality that that we all have to ascertain to i think we're born with our personalities that are completely yeah. designed by god yeah and I know that was a big issue in my personal walk mm. was that I spent so long in my life hating who I was yeah. and really just spending a lot of time and energy trying to be something that I wasn't designed to be. Yeah. And the big aha moment came for me when I realised that the best thing to do would be to accept who mm -hmm. God had made me and then hone it. Yes. Develop it. Yes. Perfect it. Yeah. Um. And that's what I did. And really, my life began. Yeah. Um, so I think that's what I'm talking mm. about today. Yeah. But I do think that there has to be some sort of awareness within each one of us that transformation is totally inevitable mm. and, and promised by God. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what state we're in. Yeah. That we must expect change and transformation. Yeah. And to me that can be a very long, arduous slog of a journey mm. if we are controlling that. Yeah. 
Um, so I believe that change is possible, but mm. change is our responsibility. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Change is something that we're capable of doing in him. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't necessarily ask God to change me. Mm. But I would definitely ask God to transform me. Yeah. So for me, change is within my power according to him being within me. Yeah. So changing my mind, yeah. changing my feelings, yeah. changing my outlook, changing my beliefs, mm. changing my ideas. Those are things that I can handle in him mm. because he's within me. Yeah. Um, but those come down to my free will. Yeah. But I can't transform myself because transformation is a supernatural surge of him. Mm, he yeah. transforms me. Yeah. He turns... So if you like, change is making things better. Yeah. But transformation is completely making me a new thing. Yeah. And I can't do that. I can only make myself mm, better. Yeah. So he transforms me, but I can change myself according to the knowledge and the faith that yeah. I have. Yeah. So f when those two things work together, um, I think, great things can happen mm, yeah and i know that for me i've brought about change in my own life lots and lots and lots of change in my own life mm. in my own thinking in my own beliefs in yeah. how i handle myself my personality whatever but it's then i can go to god and with that change and say here is my change yeah now transform yeah. me take me into a new level of newness yes and so sometimes it's a process like that. Yeah. But sometimes God will just do it automatically. Yeah. And you'll literally go to bed and wake up a different person. Yeah. And that's possible mm. in God. Yeah. And I think we've kind of lost the belief of that. Yeah. Because we get so wrapped up in our slog, in our yeah. in the things that we are desperate to change about ourselves, the things we desperately dislike. Mm. Yeah. But we're going about it the wrong way. Yeah. And I think it's so easy to get stuck in a reality, mm. a false sense of reality, where uh, we just sort of say we love God, say he's mm. living in us. Yeah. But yet we look like we've got an hour to live and that we're <laughs> we're waiting for the last meal on death yeah. row. Yeah. <laughs> wow. By the way, what would yours be? Oh, probably like steak and chips, I think. Really? Yeah. Oh, mine will be a bag of crisps. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> A big bag of crisps. <laughs> and a gin and tonic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You've got to get the gin. Definitely. Oh, yeah. So, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Definitely. I think that, like what you said then about the change and the transform transformation, like for me, so we, like I think we've, we've spoken on here quite a lot about some of the teachings that we've had recently within yeah. our community. And one of the massive ones recently has been the teaching on Esther that Paul has done. Wow. We keep, do you know what? Oh. Can we try a podcast without mentioning the no. Esther teaching? <laughs> I don't think we can, can we? It's just, I mean, it was literally, <laughs> there's just so much within it. <sighs> but one of the big things for me that spoke within that teaching was about Esther placing herself in the environment yes. for God to then use her. Right. So she had to go through a process herself where she accepted her position as mm. potentially being queen. Right. And, you know, there were certain things that were required from her in that situation for God to then meet her and be like, yes, I can now use mm. you. You're where I need you to be. So for me, like with the change aspect, there's definitely been, got in, been times for me in God where he has put me within those environments where I have to make a choice. Mm. I have to choose which change I want. 
Yes. So for me, that has happened, like, you know, in really practical ways, where there was one time when um, we were at a, um, like, a seminar, a conference, and we were there um, doing, like, an exhibition. They had, like, this, um, like, a massive room Mm. with lots of different people kind of um, exhibiting what they were doing, the services they were offering. And I was there, and um, there were times when I was the only person on that stand, and I always thought that I was someone who was quite an introvert, which sounds quite funny now to say, but I always kind of had that belief that I was just quite quiet, quite reserved, quite sort of, you know, yeah. stay in the corner. And, but it was like at that particular moment when I was on that stand by myself, that there was this real understanding of like, in order to represent correctly, that had to shift in me. Right. That was no longer legal in that mm. environment because if it was, then why was I there? You know, what was the point of me being there to just ignore people as they walk past? Yeah. And I really got that sense that even in that environment, God was really, he was showing me very clearly the two paths. Yeah. And it was very, like, for me, it felt very certain that it was my choice. Right. There was no sort of like, you must choose this. Yeah. It was very much a case of God being like, look, these, this is the way it can go either way. And the choice is absolutely up to you. Yeah. And really that sense that like he wasn't going to leave me depending on what Mm. path I chose. Yeah. But it was almost like a crossroads where it's like a choice has to be made. Right. And I kind of chose to step out a little bit and be, you know, go out to people and be like, hi, how are you? (laughs) And it it turned out to be like one of the best weekends I've had. Yeah. But for me, I kind of came away and it really felt like something had shifted in me with that change. But God had put me into that environment almost without me realizing it. Mm. Like I didn't go with that expectation of, right, this is what God's going to do. Right. But, and even though we weren't, it was, we were there in a very kind of like, you know, natural environment. It was very practical, but I really got that sense that God was really putting those two choices before me. And he's done that on other occasions. Because he'll always give us the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Where it felt like he was very clearly showing me the two different choices. Mm. It was like choosing whether to paint your bedroom red or pink. Right. There's not necessarily consequences to either one. They're just different. But there are different things required right. from each one. And it just felt like those changes are very much kind of on our terms. Mm. And again, you know, last night we had teaching again from Paul, which was mind blowing. But in that, it was that understanding that it's really determined on what your faith is right. as to what is then required of you. Right. And it feels like that when God is giving you those choices, he really is saying to you, look, which where's mm. your faith at? Which one do you choose? Yeah. But then I've also had those moments where that transformation has happened. And it's almost those, it's so quick mm. that you almost sort of, you know, there's not that big fanfare. There's not that process leading up to it. Right. Suddenly you're just like, oh. You're in another place. I'm in another place. <clears throat> we call that suddenly quickly's now. Yeah. yeah. So suddenly you're in another place. Yeah. Yeah. It's and like, it feels. And, and that's what God does. Yeah. And it feels like everything suddenly feels new. Everything mm. feels a bit shinier and you're a bit like, oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, again, one of the things for me at the moment that God is really highlighting to me is the fact that we're stepping into a new season. Yes. And it feels like within this season, like with everything that we're looking at today about God making things right, 
it feels like it's a season where it's more of that transformation mm, yeah where it's more of god kind of doing things incredibly quickly yes. rather than it being a long drawn a out process. process right so this is you know me i've been banging on about this now for weeks haven't <laughs> yeah. I? which is <clears throat> i god got god got me to the place about seven weeks ago where i literally came to the end of myself mm, yeah and i came to the end of myself because i was so literally depressed mm. about my whining yeah about my internal voice that was just just moaning and i bored myself mm. i mean poor you know you know i mean <laughs> let alone you know no wonder you know no the, the, the difficulties of, of being around me at times but it was true i just got to the end of myself because i just i i had I wasn't saying anything new mm. and I realized that my personality was being a little bit more moany and mm. dour and I wasn't being myself because there were things about myself that I was unhappy with yeah. and so these I got to that point where I just sort of went to God and said I I can't deal with this mm. moaning anymore um and I need help I need you to to I give myself to you yeah you know I surrendered on a new level and you know what happened. We've shared this on previous podcasts. Yeah. We have been now in seven weeks of total transformation. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't, I don't use that word light, lightly. I have definitely experienced mm. transformation in these yeah. last seven weeks. Yeah. The circumstances might not have changed, although some have. Yeah. But it definitely has been my perception of him in me mm. and me in him. Yeah. So this is one of the things, isn't it? We all know when we get saved... He comes and lives in our heart. Mm. We know that. That's Christ in us. Yeah. But I think where we struggle at times is us in Christ. Yeah. Because that that is reliant upon us. Yeah. And so one of these things that was really driving me to the point of despair was that I knew that I was not living as though I had the King of Kings living within me. Yeah. And I was really concerned about mm. that. I was concerned about the fact that my representation wasn't correct, that maybe I was just a little bit too human and living a, less than mm. what I could be. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. We all go through seasons where things happen, where sometimes, you know, we have to, we struggle or we mm. have to work through a process with God. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about this ongoing position where we live as though we're not even saved. Yeah. We don't portray the life force of God. We don't portray the the uh, the uh, sort of power of the mm. Holy Spirit, but we're just we just live a very very grey life. Yeah, and that's not true mm. because He's within us. Yeah. So we, I think this is what God is really bringing all of us to right now, is this position of being in Christ. And him being in us. Yeah. Because you know what? The very least that we should be in Christ is interesting. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We've got a lot of things of interest. Yeah. We've got a lot of things to offer yeah. just from the very experience of having mm. him live yeah. within us. Yeah. Because that changes the way that we are able to navigate the hard stuff, yeah. the hard stuff. Yeah. And also navigate the difficult stuff and also navigate the flesh. Yeah. And for me that should make us interesting yeah, because definitely. we're going to be able to do things that most people will not be able to do because you can't do them humanly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
And it doesn't matter how much self-control I have, how much sort of self-discipline mm. I have. I can't bring about the transformation that, that I've experienced in my life yeah. through me. Yeah. It happens in me, yeah. for me and through me, but it's not done by me. Yeah. And that is really what, I mean, even that just gets me excited. Yeah. Because that is, what a gift. Yeah. What a gift to have the ability to mm. ov- not only overcome, yeah. not only to change, but then to be completely transformed into a new person. Yeah. And we've got to get that belief back. Yeah, definitely. Because I think it's been battered. Yeah. I think, you know, our flesh has battered that down, mm. hijacked it, yeah. stolen it. But also the things of the world. Yeah. You know, the life, yeah. you know, we just keep saying this, but you can't turn on the news now and be happy, can you? No. They no. don't even do the cuddly panda bear story at the end anymore, no, if you've nothing. noticed. Because it's so chock-a-block filled yeah. with doom and gloom. Yeah. So he is the God that can come in mm. and take whatever is wrong and make it right. Yes. And I want to return to the fundamental core belief and joy and peace and security of that. Mm. Because that then enables me, it not only gives me hope, but in, it enables me then to change, yeah. to not fear life. Mm. Um, and I just love that. Yeah. Whatever is wrong can be right yeah. by our God. Absolutely. He is the God who makes things right. He is. And it, it feels like for me, like, you know, recently kind of with these, the last few weeks that we've been through, there have been like, for me, quite clear moments where there's things within me that I'm, I know aren't quite right, mm. but I don't quite know how to make them right. Right. And, you know, again, it might be just really practical stuff. It mm. may be just my perception of others. Mm. It may be, you know, things like I want to get into the word more, mm. you know, all those kind of things sure. that I know aren't quite where they need to be. But it's like, I don't quite know what they should look like. I just know that they're not right. And then, but it feels like within these last few weeks, suddenly God has been showing me those mm. things. And it's, again, it's not a massive, long, drawn-out process. No. It's literally just like, oh, that's what that is. Okay. And then very clearly, he just kind of drops into my spirit. Just do it. Right. Well, you've given, you've said it there, haven't you? Yeah. That there comes a point where you have to arrive. Yeah. And the point of arrival is the doing. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to get candid here. Okay. I want to talk about something that is very sensitive in my life. Yeah. And I have come to the end of it being sensitive. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be sensitive anymore. And so I'm in my early 50s. Yeah. I know, hard to believe. <laughs> 21 in dog years. Yeah. Um. I have come, I was birthed into trauma yeah crisis yeah dysfunction yeah um and the first 20 years of my life were absolutely dictated by that position yeah and i came to christ at 12 and went through a process but really it was i live my life now and i've lived my life for many years now in a place of that not being my identity Mm, yeah and for me a lot of that was change I had to change I had to rewire the dysfunction rewire what had been wired wrong in Mm. me um but also uh, a lot of that the majority of that was complete transformation by God yeah and 
uh, to me, even just talking about it now, I just, I can feel his presence mm. because I could never do that. Yeah. I couldn't do, there wouldn't be enough therapy that could get me into correct, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, couldn't be enough sort of, you know, work on myself mm. or self-help. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Because it really did destroy me. Yeah. It really did make me into something that wasn't correct. So what this has led to is... I'm now in a position where for years I've lived in Christ mm. free. Yeah. And I don't say that flippantly. That really is the mm. truth. Um, do I still have issues? Yes. Mm -hmm. Do I still have things that that uh, hijack me at times? Absolutely. Mm. But Christ is always the one that makes that right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But I have a problem. I have an, a major giant mm -hmm. that it's probably the only giant that I'm aware of yeah. that is still roaming freely in my land. Yeah. And I've come to the end of that freedom for that giant. And I, I'm in that process with God right now of dealing with mm. it. And the truth is, I love my spirit. Yeah. I love my soul. Mm -hmm. But I hate my body. Yeah. And there is, in myself, there is absolutely no love yeah. for my flesh, my body. Mm. And to me, it screams victim of what happened to me. Okay, yeah. So um, I have a weight issue. Yeah. I've had a weight issue since I was a kid. Um, and I was actually told, I pursued doctors in my early 20s. And I pursued doctors to, you know, help me yeah. because I was in Africa, sort of living in Uganda mm. and I would come back a stone 14 pounds heavier. Yeah. And there was something not right. Mm. And so I thought, right, I need to go and see a doctor. So I went and visited doctors and literally I had very, very damaging experiences wow. with these doctors where I was basically told, one consultant told me, look, you're lying. Why don't you just wow. tell me the truth? You know, you don't get to be the weight that you are yeah. by going to Africa and living off rations. Yeah. So you're obviously lying. Wow. So, you know, I can't help you. And then I was also told by another consultant, look, you're really fat. Pick a diet and stick to it. That's Ooh. what he told me. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's brutal. But I knew something was wrong. Yeah. And then I had one doctor in my, earlier on in my teens and he said to me, all the trauma that you've been through happened sort of at the wrong time of your life. Mm. So what it's done is it's actually altered and shaped and programmed all sorts of systems in your body, like yeah. metabolisms, hormones, whatever. Mm. And he said, and he, I can remember he, he held my hand and he said, love, he said, you're never going to be able to lose this weight. Oh. It's now programmed into you from the trauma. Wow. And I, I was like, I don't know how old I was. I think it was about 17, Gosh. 18. And I can remember just sobbing, yeah. thinking my life's over, you know? Yeah. And so there is structures within me mm. about how I view my flesh, mm. my, my body. Yeah. Not my soul or my spirit, but my body. So I love my personality. I love yeah. what God's done in that. Yeah. I love my transformation. I love the fact that I'm confident mm. in who I am. I love the fact that I have identity, mm. but my insecurity is in my body. Yeah. 
my shame is still in my body. And what my body says to me was that I was abused. Mm. And I, I, I can't get over that. Yeah. I can't change that. I've tried to change that yeah. for years and I only get so far. But that's because I don't need change. I need transformation. Yeah. So I know that God has brought me to a place uh, where he wants to deal with, yeah. with this. But it is very, very shaky ground for me. Very. I'm highly sensitive about it. I'm on the defense about it because I've had mm. to fight about it my whole life. Yeah. There's, I, I experience a lot of um, sort of body prejudice, mm. especially by the medical world. Yeah. Um, and I worry about my representation in Christ because of it. Yeah. And so wrong things have been built within my ideas, my psyche about my body, mm. and it all needs to die. Yeah. And I am ready for that to die now. Yeah. Um, and it is I. he's starting to show me what that has built mm. that is being completely wrong. Yeah. So he's brought the right people into my life to help me with that. Um, and this is something that obviously is going to take a partnership between transformation and change. Yeah. So I change and then he transforms. Yeah. It's obviously something that's um, that's going to be bigger than... Mm you know a moment yeah um but i'm ready for that yeah. and and i didn't realize i had underlying fear in that area but mm. i do and so all of this has been brought to light and to me mm. and it is very 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 overwhelming and if you want the honest truth i don't believe it can happen really i have zero belief yeah that i can get my body mm. sorted yeah. Yeah. And but that is the lie. Yeah. yeah. And so that's what I've gone to God with and said, look. Yeah. And this is where you need honesty for yeah. transformation and change. You need honesty. Yeah. You need authenticity. You need mm. real dialogue yeah. with God, yourself and yeah. others. Um, because if you don't give that, mm. then you're not going to get honesty back. Yeah. You're not going to get truth back. Yeah. And I need transformation mm. in this. I don't need understanding yeah. because I actually understand a lot now, mm. but I now need the transformation. Yeah. I need to do it. Yeah. So this is where I'm at. I've been at this place many times mm. in my life, um, but this this time it's different yeah. because this time I know that God has not worked on my, my beliefs, mm. but he's worked on my understanding that he can do it. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. And it's so funny because I can believe for you, mm. no problem. Yeah. I can believe for Joe down the road, yeah. no problem. Who might be, who might have a body 10 times worse than mine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I can't believe it for myself yeah. because that's the lie. Yeah. So what I've come face to face with is the reality that he is the only one mm. that can make this right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it is really about mentalities it's about not needing to be in control. Yeah. And it's really about letting things die and letting him do it. Yeah. And that is what transformation mm. can look like. Yeah. Transformation can be literally like yeah. that, yeah. you know, where you let God do something, mm. you get revelation and sight and you're done. You're the other side of it. Yeah. And then you just start living it. Yeah. But there are other transformations that take do take process mm. 
because they have to be part in partnership mm. with change you know submission yeah obedience yeah. um maturity yeah. it can be a longer process yeah. so i'm at that place in my life where i'm uh, i'm ready for that yeah because i'm starting to see now how this lack of love for mm. my body um and my beliefs about that could misrepresent who christ is in mm. me yes yeah and i don't want to do that no. i don't want to do that yeah. so we do need a level of honesty yeah. and we need to be able to stop and measure yeah truthfully mm. whether we are actually transforming and changing yeah or whether we are just stuck in the idea of it yeah because it's got the evidence it's there's got to be fruit yeah definitely yeah yeah definitely yeah. well, I feel like there's a lot of change that God's doing at the moment mm. and like a lot of transformation and I know like for me I think I've spoken about this before mm. but one of the things that God's really been pinpointing for me at the moment is confidence but also like independence right in terms of not you know I'm I'm 28 now so oh, a mere babe <laughs> but you know I'm getting to that part you're almost in that that phase, aren't you, where you've gone from being a child and yeah. a teenager and a young adult, and now you're kind of moving towards like, <laughs> you know, being like a fully fledged adult. Yeah, a fully um, a, a fully fledged yeah. grown up. <laughs> you're in the club, a proper grown up. <laughs> and you know, you kind of you get to that point where you have to have that independence. Yeah, you have to be able to stand on your own feet, both naturally but also spiritually absolutely and there has to be that balance between the two things mm. where you know naturally you have your own home you don't live with the parents anymore you you know you have your own values your own beliefs but also then spiritually you have mm. to be able to support that for yourself right within that environment as well and that's something that god has really been doing a work in me about and really been yeah like processing that in me but I, f I kind of feel like I'm in a similar position to you, but like what you're saying there about you've reached that point where you want that, you yeah. want that transformation where you know it's the right time for it. And that's what it feels like for me with this. It's like, I don't really care what I have to give up to get it. Right, that's how I feel. I don't yeah. really care what the consequences are. I'm not afraid of what situation God's put me in. Mm. I, I'm almost like, it sounds weird to say this, but I'm always like, come on, God. Yeah, that's Just, how I you know feel. I mean? Yeah. I'm always Bring like, it on, God. Yeah. Yeah. Give me, like, give me the worst situation. Yeah. Let's just do it. I just feel like I want to go to the top of the hill yeah. and get a megaphone and shout, Oi, you giants, yeah. I'm over here. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. I feel like I, I no longer want to run from these things. Yeah. I want to bring it face on. Face it. Yeah. Come on, come here, face me. Yes. I'm going to deal with you. Yeah. God's going to deal with yeah. you. And that is kind of how I feel yeah. God has brought me to and that And that's place. what I feel like with this. And again, <laughs> I mean, it amazes me, but it shouldn't. But just how God kind of uses your environment. Yeah. It's almost, it almost feels like a funnel. Right. Where you go from this wide open space where you're like, oh, I have, you know, there's lots of options. And it feels like God is very gently leading you towards like one point wow, yeah. where that, decision has to be made mm. and suddenly you're right before it and you're like oh okay i've i've got to make that decision yeah i've got to choose if that's what i want or not yeah and it then it goes to that partnership with him mm. and that working as you said working together with him 
And there's stuff in me that I have to change for that. Yeah. So I have to change. You create the environment for him to come exactly. and transform. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to make sure that the environment in me matches the environment that he has provided. Yeah. That I am as as compatible, mm. if you like, for that as possible, because that's what I want to do. That's my my obedience mm. but also my giving of that to him to but let him transform it but that's why the whole thing that we started this conversation mm. about matters yeah you know if your environment is dour and unexcited and there's not a lot mm. of life there how can you have transformation yeah. in that unless that's what needs to be transformed yeah. which it is yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> to me that's the transformation yeah, that we need isn't yeah. it is just that we are able to live mm. from an accurate, authentic, truthful position of joy and expectancy yeah. that God will bring transformation yeah. and change into our life. Because what transformation and change is about is not so much addressing mm. and wallowing what is in what is wrong, which is yeah. what we tend to do in our humanness. Yeah. You know, oh, God showed me things about myself and it's really awful. And uh. mm. well, yeah, but then what do we do with that? Yeah. God shows us what's wrong so that he can then show us that we don't have to live in that yeah. anymore and that we can be changed and transformed now. Yeah. In this moment. Absolutely. And what joy is, yeah. is that? It's like, how awful is this? But I don't have to stay exactly. here. Exactly. And that's exactly how I feel. So like, you know, one of the things for me within it is that I've always kind of been the person almost like behind the scenes mm. that kind of does stuff. So, I mean, it's something that we kind of laugh and joke about. Yeah. We're like, I'm the only one that can work the printer. That's true. There's nothing funny <laughs> about that. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's kind of overspilled, like, into all areas of my life. Yes. Where I'm kind of the one that I'm never really seen, but I'm always there. Yeah. And that is really something that God is shifting in me. And that was a space that I quite enjoyed for yeah. a long period of time. Exactly. Yeah. Because... It was right for that time. Mm. So for where I was at at that particular moment, yeah. I need, that was the environment that I needed. That was where a lot of the growth happened. But it's like when you have a plant, and this is the only bit of gardening that I know. I'm well impressed. I'm not very good at gardening at all. But like when you have a plant, you plant, you plant it in a small pot. Mm. And then there comes a point where it becomes too big for that pot. So you've got to repot it. Mm. And you move it to a bigger space. Right. And it feels like that's what God's doing with me. He's enlarging our tent Yes. Packs. So it feels like, you know, this environment has worked for me brilliantly for a number of years. Mm. It's provided a lot for me. It's given me connection to people. Mm. It's given me purpose in some ways. Yeah. And it really has developed who I am. But now I've outgrown that space. Right. And if I stay in that space, I know that it will turn on me mm. because it's not what I need. It doesn't feed me in the same way. Mm. But now God is requiring me to step out into the yeah. new space and for me, that's the transformation. Yeah. Is that I have to change and transform within that to walk into that new space. But I feel like what you said, I feel like that expectation and, oh, I can't wait to see what God does in this. Well, because that's where we are right now, isn't yeah. it? Where we really cannot wait to see what God is doing because we we see that he has changed us and that also he has transformed us. Yeah. And so certainly in our beliefs and yeah. our faith for the future. See, you know, Craig and I have this laugh. Okay, we've married 20 years now. Yeah. And so we get in the car 
and we're on a journey and I'm like right let me just plug the sat nav in oh we don't need the sat nav <laughs> it's okay now I've got to give it to him he's got a really good sense of direction yeah. you know he knows how to get to places without looking at it yeah I don't <laughs> um so I could be miles and I go oh it's the top top of Newport Road will be all right we're nowhere near Newport Road um but I contend to my logic is when I'm lost in yeah. the car is that I will just drive to a place of clarity. So yeah. signposts, a town, whatever. Yeah. And I will go miles to that. Whereas Craig will just, you know, stop. Yeah. Or he will do something else. And, you know, there comes a point when you're journeying your life mm. that you do need to know that you are in the right, going in the right direction. Yeah. You need to know that you're on the right path. Mm. And we can't just wander through life just going oh well fingers crossed we'll get we'll see where this takes us yeah let's see what happens well no you do need to know where you're going yeah definitely and so we it does does depend on our management of that yeah um but we've got to be open to the fact that god then says well actually you're completely going in the wrong Mm. direction you're completely in the wrong place yeah but i can transform that and turn you round and take you on the right path yeah but you've got to be willing to go yeah exactly. and that's where i think it all falls apart for us yeah. so he is the god that can make things right yeah but we've got to let him do that yeah yeah and sometimes that's where the problems occur yeah so it's like yesterday um i did a craft fair and it was in a town that's about like 20 30 minutes mm. away so it's not far at all yeah. but I just didn't fancy the driving yesterday. And I was like, I wish I could just click my fingers and be there. <laughs> like, I wish that so much that I could just, you know, hmm. I didn't have to worry about the transport. I could just click my fingers yeah, and be there. And be there. And that'd be amazing. But it's like, that's sometimes like, sometimes God does require that that movement from us, that journeying. Hmm. And sometimes it is just a click of the fingers and he does it. Yeah. And it, but it's like, we have to know what is being required from us in those moments. We have to know, like you're saying, you know, we have to know that we're going in the right direction. Right. Because otherwise, you know, you journey for 20, 30 minutes and you've gone miles in yeah. the opposite direction from where you're supposed to go. Right. And it's like that whole thing about you have to know what is required of you. Mm. But then you also have to know whether that's something that you're willing to give. But also it's that thing that. within us that goes, no, I'm right. No, mm. it'll work yeah. out. No, I'll get there eventually. Yeah. And God's like, no, I need to turn you around. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's there's a lot of, I think transformation happens when we die. Yeah. <laughs> when we submit, when we let God do it. Yeah. You have to let God do it. We can't transform by ourselves. No. And it, 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 it is amazing how much we think that we can achieve something positive in a negative way. Mm, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. No. Or how can we, you know, portray the life of God without showing that, living in the life of God? How can we tell the truth without telling the truth? Mm. How can we have relationship without relationship? Yeah. It's such a deception that we get stuck in. Mm. And that is why we need God to come and make these things right in us. Yeah. Yeah. But there's so many scriptures as well about like being a new creation. Mm. So I mean, one of my favorite ones is 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, behold, the new has come. 
Well, hello. Yeah. Uh, I mean, why is that difficult? <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't say, um, you, you know, you're better. No. It, you, you are new. Yeah. If you're in Christ, you are completely new, yeah. which means you can do things new ways. Yeah. Which means you can always do what's right. Yes. Which means you can always go and please God, mm. which means that you can be transformed. Yeah. So why doesn't that happen? Yeah. It doesn't happen because we insist mm. on staying on the path that we think is right yeah we don't die to self yeah. to let that live yeah because we know that his ways are not our ways yeah and his thoughts are not our thoughts but they can be yes and we need to be in that position where we need to understand that we can't really rely on our own understanding no. at all no but even then just looking at galatians 2 verse 20 where it says i have been crucified with christ it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives yeah, in me. Absolutely. So then like going back to what we were saying like at the beginning about like being miserable, like it's Christ who lives in me. So my life is a represent representation of Christ who lives yeah, in me. Yeah, we carry him. So if I'm, if my, um, my outward um, sign of him mm. is kind of misery and dourness and not really happy and not really loving life, you can understand like you said completely why people then view that as that being God or you that being You can't blame people for seeing that. No. You can't. Because they understand whether you're representing that. So that's, mm. you know, that's what we think. That's yeah. what we understand from that. But if Christ lives in me, I, like... I should walk around with like an extra bit of, you know, a little, a little twing. Yeah, I, yes. yeah, a little sparkle. Well, the thing is, though, whatever we really are, yeah, will always manifest. Yeah, it doesn't matter how self-disciplined or how controlled we are. Whatever we really are will work itself out. Yeah, because that's the nature of life. Yeah. That's the nature of certainly life in Christ. So whatever we are shines. Yeah, or you know, it gives. So. Um, that's why we need circumstances because mm. circumstances reveal who we really are. Yeah. You, you don't really know who you really are, you know, when everything's going good. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. find out who you really are through trials and circumstances yeah. and what you choose to do in that, yeah. you know? Um, so, yeah, what we are will always work itself mm. out. And so, you know, it's when people say, well, I'm really happy on the inside. <laughs> and you're like, mm, I don't believe that, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Where is it? It's got to work itself out at some yeah. point. Um, but it, it's, I I really am looking for the life mm. of God in me. Yeah. And at the moment, I'm going after any area of my life that mm. is not alive. Yeah. And this area that I've just shared mm. is certainly, it's controlled and God is invited in. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And um, he touches it and he brings understanding and, and helps me change in areas. Mm. But it's not full of life. Yeah. Because it's I'm holding it's still mine. Yeah. And I'm holding on to it, not with pride, I'm holding on to it with fear. Mm. So and and disbelief that I can change. Yeah. So that is what is has to die for yeah. me. Is you're absolutely right, Rebecca. You cannot change mm. this, but God can. Yeah. And we need to work on that. So I'm not working on how it's going to happen mm. and whatever. What I'm working on is handing it over to him and leaving it yeah. there. Yeah. Yes. So that, because he is the God who can make this right, not yeah. me. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I need transformation in this area mm. because it's an area of me that does not, is, is not full of the life of God and it's killing me. Yeah. I don't want to have a lot, any parts of my life mm. that do not, 
ooze yeah who yeah. he is yeah and this is an area definitely yeah where he is not fully manifest yeah. well hardly at all to be honest with you because i don't allow it mm. so that's not okay and i'm not happy about that mm. so that's but i feel joy about that yeah. you know that i don't feel condemnation mm. or doom and gloom or misery or seriousness about that i feel very very hopeful mm. i feel joyful yeah i feel quite overwhelmed actually by the relief mm. that I don't have to make this happen. Yeah. And that is what I am now pursuing is that I, he is the God that's going to make this right for yeah. me. Yeah. I love what you said just then about like oozing out yeah. God. And I think like that's, it reminds me of that scripture about like don't hide your light under a yeah, basket. Bushel. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that same thing, isn't it? Where like that light should be like bright. It should be shining. It should yeah. be oozing. I love yeah. that word. It should be like when people overspilling yeah when people yeah. like talk to us that's what they should get kind of sure. first is that feel and i think you know that i've never kind of put that together as like hiding your light under the the bushel yeah could just be you not being happy with life and being yeah. miserable you know that could be that yeah that could be how you hide your light is that you're just not shining it in the way that well, we it should just, it always comes back to choice doesn't it mm, yeah it, it always comes back with choice because we say this a lot on the podcast but god will not force us yeah he will not force or make us mm. and a transformation is not him forcing himself upon no. us transformation is him responding to us giving him that permission yeah and he takes that we give him an inch he takes a mile yeah because that's god <laughs> yeah 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 we give him a little he he takes a lot yeah gives and gives us back a mm. lot and that is what i want why would you not want that yeah. yeah why would you want to stay and slog yeah why would you want to stay and build your own house mm. in the rain in the mud in the dirt yeah with the financial burden of that, with yeah. the all the problems that that uh, that comes with, mm. when he could build it for you, yeah, and you could build it with him, and it would be so much more fun, yeah, so much more uh, exciting, yeah. And these are the things that I'm questioning mm. in my life. I am going through every area of my life with a tooth comb mm. at the moment, yeah, and that has been fascinating it has been joyful there's mm. been a lot of joy even when i've hit difficult horrible hidden painful shameful things in my yeah. life i've been able to very easily give mm. those to him expose them and say i need i'm talking to you about something difficult now god yeah. but i know you can transform this in me yeah and the transformation is that you are not better mm. the transformation is that you are completely a different person yeah and you see that's what i need he did that in my personality mm. he did that in my soulish realm yeah so my soul my soul at one point in my life was just as broken and rewired and miswired yeah. and full of trauma as my ideas about my body mm. were but i let him in yeah and i worked with him mm. and I let him transform yeah. me. And there wasn't just one transformation. Yeah. There were dozens and dozens and dozens, mm. if not hundreds of yeah. transformations within my soul, yeah. my soulish realm. Um, but some of that came about through change mm. through me. But uh, the big stuff, the sustainable stuff yeah. came from transformation. You cannot sustain change without transformation. Mm. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. Because it's only as good as you choose to do it. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that's the other thing. Yeah. People profess that God is their life mm. and that they are on fire. But then in a moment they can drop all of that mm. and it's not important. Yeah. They go the other way. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. And that's why you can't sustain change mm. without the transforming power of God in your yeah, life. Yeah, absolutely. And that's our reality. Yeah. But we've got to embrace it. Yeah. I don't... Do you know what's killing me? It, what's killing me is the idea that I could be living less than I'm capable mm. of yeah. in him. Yeah. Why? If he's a million percent, why would I only want one? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. And so that sort of energy I am using now to approach myself mm. and to say, right, Beck, you don't have a choice. You do, but you don't because I'm making the choice. Yeah. I'm making choice for how you think. Yeah. I, Beck, I'm making choices. For, for, I'm overriding mm. my flesh and what my trauma says I should be. I'm not doing that no more. Yeah. Yes, because it doesn't produce good things in my life. Mm. It doesn't make me happy. Yeah. It doesn't make me, it doesn't express who God is in my life. Yeah. And I don't want that. Yeah. I want him to shine mm. in every area of my life. Yeah. And that means I've got to die. Yeah. And I'm quite happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I've never been so happy to die in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what you were saying then just really reminded me of 2 Corinthians 4.16. Mm. Where it says, therefore, we do not lose heart, but yes. though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. And it's almost like that, like you reach that point, don't you, where your your inner man almost like replaces your outer man. Right. It almost kind of like Thank it becomes God. bigger. Yeah. yeah. And I just like, that's that's definitely what I want. That's yeah. the, the situation that I want to be in. Where it's like that my inner man is so strong and so like so certain yeah and confident. so yeah and so stable that the outer man is almost like consumed by it but when we get to that point of frustration depression misery mm. where we go oh i can't do this anymore i don't know if this is right anymore is mm. there god i don't know what why isn't this working why is everything so hard rather than letting that pull us mm. down yeah we use that to go great i need to die yes yeah there's something fighting god yeah in me Yes. Yeah. I'm not getting it. Yeah. I'm not accessing the life force mm. that he is. And this is really the message of this podcast is that however dire and awful mm. and broken you may feel right now, you might not be able to ever change that. But in Christ, he can. Yes. And that I will fight anybody to the death on that because that is my experience. Yeah. That is why I am here now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is why I've made it to the age mm. of 52. Yeah. Yes. That is why I I have a quality of life that is precious to me. Yeah. Because I shouldn't have had that. Yeah. I shouldn't have had that based on what had happened to me in my beginnings. Mm. But it doesn't matter anymore. What happened to me at the beginning doesn't 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 matter anymore. Yeah. It doesn't matter anymore. It just drove me to God. Yeah. 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 It just yeah. led me to him. Yeah. So we can't hang on to mm. to this lack of faith, lack of certainty, mm. lack of sight. We have to know that he is the God who yeah. makes things right for us. Absolutely. And we can be transformed. Yeah. 
And one of the scriptures that seems to be popping up a lot at the moment mm. is Romans 8.28. Yes. And we know that God causes all things to work together for our good to those who love God and to those who are called according to yes, his purpose. absolutely. So like you're saying, like even those things that we're struggling with or the things that have we feel like have always been there for us mm. and have always been the giants, like God can absolutely use those mm. for our good. And that's yeah. like what it feels like he's doing like with me where... You know, he's using my situation. He's using how I feel about things yeah. to show me right. where he needs me to be. And he's using things that seem bad and seem, you know, frustrating mm. to show me mm. the opposite of that and to show me like where he is. Right. And to show me what I need to do. So, you know, I might look at that situation and think, well, oh, this is, you know, this is terrible. This right. is awful. And he's like, it is for you, yeah. but it's not for me. <laughs> right. Oh, well, it, that is so true, that is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And I just I just know that for every external battle that mm. we face, circumstance, it's not really external. Mm. It's actually internal. Yeah. And so when, so I've had a lot of life experience that mm. was negative, but all of that worked for my good. Yeah. So how can uh, abuse mm. work for good? It does. Yeah. Because it led me to him. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. Um, it it created such joy and relief in me that I didn't have to carry that mm. anymore. That to give God what he wanted was quite easy for yeah. me because of that. He didn't have to convince me. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. Because I was just so grateful to get rid of it. Yeah. And to trust in him. It was, I was, to be honest with you, I was just really overwhelmed with the fact that somebody wanted mm. me. Yes. Yeah. So for me, that was a huge, huge transformation. Mm. And so to give God what he wanted in that was really not a difficult thing for yeah. me. And I've, I've walked in that my whole life. Yeah. So for me, all things work together for good for those who love him. Yeah. And all things can work together for good. Even all the things that are wrong. Mm. Yes. yes it can it can be a good thing yeah definitely um and that's why we can't be consumed by our past mm. we can't be consumed about what what we once were yeah we can't be consumed about all the things we've got wrong in our life mm. we can't look back and have regret and shame we can't do that yeah because those are the things that work together for our good if we let him yeah so my message today is come on let's mm. let god transform us yeah Let's give God what he wants. Let's give up the fight mm. to stay on the path, even though we absolutely know it's wrong. Yeah. But we're so pig-headed mm. that we will, it'll work out. We'll yeah. see where it goes. I'll get there when yeah. I when I get there. We've got to kill all of that. Yeah, yeah we've got to yeah. turn the car around. We've got to get back on track. Mm. Yes. And we've got to go towards the destination in the time that was expected. Yeah. Our ETA needs to be met. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because that is life in God. Mm. And so our transformation is never just for us. No. It's always for the good of all. Yeah. And I just feel that so much. And we're off to Houston three weeks, Naomi. Yes. We're off oh to Houston, Texas goodness. in three weeks. We feel oh, slightly terrified right. by that, don't we? A little bit, Three yeah. weeks. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> um, so we've just been through the to-do list yeah. this morning, haven't yeah. we? And we're like, oh, oh Lord, okay. Um, late night's coming in the yeah. studio. We don't care, though. No, we it's don't all care. good. Um, so 
we're coming up to Houston in three weeks and we're going to do our healthy um, self-life yes. conference. Loving, uh, knowing who you are in God and loving it. Yeah. And what is the most joyful position for me about this conference is this conference mm. is so much more than teaching. Yeah. This conference is my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This conference is my impartation. I can give to others what was done to me. Yeah. And I am so confident about the impartation mm. for this conference. Um, not through any arrogance of, or for me, it really isn't because I can't do nothing. Mm. But I know that because I let God do it in me, he will let me do that for others. Yeah. He will use me. Yeah. And that is really, uh, wow. I mean, yeah. I just, I'm on my face every day about that. Yeah. And I don't mean that from a, a wishy-washy sort of silly position. Mm. I really that is my strength. Yeah. That is my freedom. Yeah. And it and it pushes me and it drives me in the right way. It leads me. It spurs me on. Yeah. To get this issue of of my hate of myself body, my body. Yeah. Sorted. Yeah. Because what how much more can I impart yeah. to others when I get that sorted? Yeah. And that's my motivation. Yeah. Yes. So I know what God wants mm. to give in this and to do in this conference. And I absolutely will make sure yeah. that I am going to be used mm. to do that. Yeah. Um, and everything will die yeah. in order. Anything that needs to die will die in order for that to happen. Because yeah. that's my heart. Because I know he can transform people the way that he transformed me. Yeah. And what we keep saying about this conference is the spirit of this conference is not just to bring about the ability to change mm. now that will happen it's yeah. inevitable okay yeah through the teaching and what we're going to share with people and impart to mm. people people will be better equipped to make change yeah definitely. in their mentalities yeah. in life that's wonderful but that's yeah. not the goal yeah for me i know that what god wants to do in houston is he wants to come in like a bull in a china shop <laughs> and he wants to absolutely destroy mm. years and years and years of crippling bad self-identity mm, yeah. in him yeah he wants to destroy mentalities that people have about how they think he mm. operates yeah. and how he operates in them yeah and i know that god is going to do that because yeah. he's done it in me yeah and he's done it in me even in the last couple of weeks yeah yes yeah and so that then equips me then mm. to come and get this issue sorted in my yeah. own life and that's what I'm excited about. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, it's going to, I, you know, we've just got to go and be faithful. Yeah. We've got to let God do what he wants to do. Yeah. But we go not with the idea that we are going to change people because no. I've got nothing to get. I can't no. change nobody, you know. Yeah. But what I can do is um, I can testify and shine yes. the transformation that I've let him do in my own life. Yeah. And that then beckons and calls yeah. others into that place of belief. Yeah. And that is what I want yeah. more than anything. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Whew, oh, no, man. I tell you what, we've oh. got to get there. Three yeah. weeks. I can't wait. Three weeks. Ooh. Can't wait. Oh, wow. So, guys, bit of a different one today. Um, we've got to believe that things can get not only better, yeah. but we can be, live a whole other life. Yeah. Yeah. If we settle in things getting better then we're, we're not living the fullness mm. of God. God doesn't make things better. He makes things right. Yes. He makes things completely right in his timing. Yeah. Beautiful, perfect, transforming us, mm. not just uh, us 
able to change but being mm. transformed totally in him yes that's our reality that's our change and that's our life yes yeah definitely so guys i want to encourage you um if this is you today if this is your place where you know maybe you're not fully you know you're not happy with yourself you know you're not fully representing god as as you want to you know that there's life but you're not accessing it then today is the day that he can transform you. You've just got to turn the car around, get back on track and let him do it. Yeah. And I promise you that transformation will come. Yes. Till next time. Bye. Bye.